What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach. My apologies. That last recording didn't quite go. Um, so I'm doing it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I'm out here doing an early morning walk. Something that I try to do um, often. I try to stay physically active. And uh, yesterday um, was my run day. And so as I progress a little further down the age road, road I will, um, I realize it takes a lot out of me. And this is a beautiful scene. Um, I'm at one of our largest um, parks in the city um, that I live in, in Winston-Salem. And it's, um, it's, a, a, it's, oh man, it's sort of like a postcard in a weird sort of a way. Um, because there's like steam coming off the lake. There are fish in the water that keeps coming up. You see, you know, turtles here and there you know, in the lake, and there's various, you know, birds floating around, not floating around, they're kind of sitting there looking for something to eat, and it, it's a warm glow from the sun, so it's actually, you know, pretty early in the morning, and I try to do this because, you know, obviously, the trail gets busier to more people, and also because it's cool, and, you know, <laughs> I don't want, it's, <laughs> with temperatures, you know, getting up there, you know, it gets a little steamy if you're out here in the midday, so I try to get out here you know, before I start seeing our patients and I get into my marketing mode and whatnot back at the office. But also out here with this beautiful scene, um, almost like a postcard, you know, there's various animals that kind of sort of bug you. And I say they kind of bug you because they are bugs. There are various gnats which try to get into my eyes. Um, there are mosquitoes who keep trying to suck my blood. <laughs> there's horse flies which probably trying to suck something. And some bugs, I don't even know what they are, but they're just out here. And of course, because it's early in the morning, there's spider webs that I keep walking into. And it's annoying, <laughs> but I keep moving. And it's to, to the message that I have today. I have um, two incidents today, which should culminate about what I'm talking about as far as, you know, bugs. So I use that one to kind of start it out. So, um, when I was first young in the profession, um, and I was just getting my, my official office, this is, this was an office I was, you know, sharing with someone else. This wasn't an office that, you know, I was in somebody else's back room. I wasn't like working at a salon kind of renting table time or something like that. This is my first official office, which I was very proud of, by the way. <laughs> um, damn, it ruined me. But, um, so it was, it had a waiting room slash admin area. Um, which was really, really small, and it had a, a treatment area, which actually was kind of spacious, considering, you know, that my admin area was really, really small, but my treatment area was kind of big. It was in an old um, house that was converted to offices. It was probably built in, I don't know, maybe 18, late 1800s or early 1900s or something like that. Um, anyway, um, so... The, the, the thing about it was, for people to find us, you sometimes had to get descriptions because although the building you could see from the streets was easily, our office was around the back. And so you had to kind of come down this like little side alley of sorts. Um, it was paved, but you had to come around and then it revealed the parking lot in the back. So our offices were in the back at the time. And my, my then girlfriend came along and, you know, she helped me out when we were just getting started and she became, of course my business partner down the road, but um, this is long before that happened. So 
we advertised at the time in the Yellow Pages because, hey, they said Yellow Pages is where you go. And so Yellow Pages is how I rocked, okay? And so this one particular incident, this guy calls and trying to find us, which is not uncommon because our office wasn't the easiest to find. And this is before GPS. So if you had GPS, you could probably figure it out. But before you had to, if you didn't know where you need to go, you really had to get some direction, okay? So I um, start guiding this guy in and he... He said, he asked us a couple of questions, asked me a couple of questions over the phone. And, uh, you know, I said, okay. And so I guided him, him in. Eventually, he told me, you know, where he was. And at the time, the parking lot was empty. And so when I figured he'd be coming up to our office, I went outside, opened the door, and this guy looked right in my eyes and shook his head and said three times, no, no no and that bugged the s out of me because i'm a chocolate kid my family is from you know most of my genetic pool comes from africa in some respect um through the caribbean through latin american but if you look at me i'm a fairly chocolate kid i'm a little nutty too so it's <laughs> beside the point but I'm, I live in the South, so this is not an un, you know, uncommon action that people just kind of openly just say, no, 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 I'm not, you know, that's not my thing. And, I, and it, it, it almost stopped my career. But even though it bugged me, I kept on going. Same office, different day, a young lady called, and I'm using the word young, you know, intentionally here, calls, says she needs a massage, just like on the weekend. And I'm, you know, just getting started in my true first office. I have hardly any patients and clients. I have little confidence. I have a lot of bravado, but I didn't have a lot of confidence in real understanding. I didn't have, you know, my network of medical professionals that I can call on. You know, I didn't have as many colleagues because at the time, you know, massage therapists were considered weirdos. So um, you didn't really have a support network. So... This young lady calls, says she, you know, wants a massage. And I was like, okay, cool, no problem. And she didn't give me any specific. I was like, hey, maybe it's just a relaxation. It's Saturday night, whatever. So, uh, and Saturday and night is pushing it. So it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 7 o'clock. So it wasn't like super, super late. So I, I meet her at the door. I give her our intake form, you know, just to see if she has some pre-existing condition or anything where massage is prohibitive. So I look at the form. It was some chicken scratch name on it. Didn't stress me. I was like, okay, cool. How you doing? Started asking her some questions and whatnot. And then, you know, I looked on her telephone number and it was like, whatever number, 555 something, something, something. And I couldn't quite understand the, you know, what was the address. And it, it was sort of like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm not stressing it. I'm young. I don't really know. it, And I'm just trying. <laughs> Today, I would have probably ended it right there. But the next incident is going to tell you, well, I really should have ended it because after I take my intake and talk to her a little bit, I said, hey, I'm waiting here. I'm going to wash my hands and then we'll start the treatment. And it was really just a massage for relaxation. Nothing, nothing that I can t detect. Sorry about that. That's, that's actually my timer. So <laughs> not going very fast, as you can tell. So as soon as it gets finished, then we'll, we'll keep it going. So she goes into the, to the treatment area. I, of course, knock and come in a little later. And when I opened the door, and again, I'm young, very scared, not a lot of confidence, some bravado. I opened the door, and this lady is 
as naked as she came out of her mama. And I looked sort of, and I was like, like, I said, okay, this is, uh, my heart started to race. Today, if I go into my treatment area and somebody pulls that, which they do sometimes, there's some people who travel around. I'm like, hey, in the Carolinas, you know, we go full sheet. You know, if you're from Europe, I don't, that is not how we roll here. It's actually kind of against the law in North Carolina to kind of do that, okay? Um, without, you know, asking a lot, a lot of permission, a lot of paperwork goes behind that. And I don't really have time for that. So I just say sheet, sheet, sheet. Grab some, some linen, we're going to cover you up. So anyway, before that all happened, before I had the confidence to tell people I'm going to say no to you, I, she was there and I said, okay, if this is how we're going to do it, we're just going to keep it moving. So I kept my eyes where my hands would go. My eyes were not going on her family zone, any of that. If I was working on her quads, that's where my eyes stayed. If I was working on her lumbar spine, my eyes literally, it was probably the first time I have ever had a massage where I was always aware of what I was doing and where my eyes was traveling. I wasn't looking at her facial expression. I was not looking at anything else in the room. I kept my eyes on my fingertips because I figured if I kept my eyes on my fingertips, nothing weird would come about. So I thought, so this young lady, and she wasn't young, so I'll she was, she was like north of 50-something, maybe even 60, and um, she probably had some work done, so I'll say that. I noticed that, you know, kind of as we therapists, we kind of get notice these kind of things when people are still in clothes, and, um, but I still kept working, and all the way through it, as I'm trying to do my best massage I can in the most professional way of what I thought was a professional massage, she kept saying, you can enhance your technique. You can do more. And every time she say that, I would, you know, change my technique a little bit, you know, use a little of this, a little, little of that, you know, a little, you know, to put them in here and there if, if I felt appropriate, which I, I don't think I did at that time. This is many, many years ago, so I'm, I'm grabbing this from memory. It ended up, I was like sweating by the time I got in, and it wasn't a physically active massage. It was just, I was so scared because again, we're in the South. I'm a chocolate kid. It doesn't take a genius to figure out how things go, can go south really, really quickly if something, if somebody felt this, some improprieties were done. And yes, from my standpoint, a lot of improprieties were done, but I did not, I did not have the confidence to say no. And after she left, I was so scared. It literally was a, it was a pivotal moment in my career because on those two instances, I could have literally just let, the, let it bug me, lose confidence from a male or a female. One person looked at me and said no, probably from outer appearance. The other person looked at me and from what their interpretation, inner appearance, thought I was a prostitute. Now, I, now uh, full disclosure, some years ago, North Carolina had a big problem. They still do in some respect, but not as bad as they used to with prostitutes. There's still a lot of prostitutes in our profession because a lot of places that massage, when I first got in, were brothels and they were strip clubs. And so our county and the next county over kind of got rid of them, but they're still operating. You'll find them. And as I travel around when I was doing CEUs, um, teaching CEUs and coordinating those, I, um, I found that other states like Louisiana, New York, California, Texas, 
Um, and those consistently had major prostitution problems. So I could see how maybe if she was coming from that area, maybe she thought I was a prostitute. And again, it could annoy you. And in our profession, we could be bogged down by anything. We can be bugged down, as I like to say, by anything, whether it's medical, other medical professionals, because I consider myself a medical professional like a physical therapist. I don't give a flip what other th professionals think in some regards, not some of them. But I have a lot of advocates and a lot of medical professionals, from physicians to PTs to chiropractors to uh, nutritionists to nurses to nurse practitioners who refer into me and I refer out to them. But that took a long time for me to build that confidence. And I could have been stopped by doctors who, who I had this, this uh, podiatrist who thought that massage was pseudoscience. And I could have been stopped by him. And I had referred some people to him. And then, you know, eventually I heard him one day saying, hey, you know, there's, you know, we can't prove that this massage actually is helping you. And I was like, okay, that could have bugged me. Maybe you're trying to marketing a new marketing platform, or maybe you're, you're um, using your funnel, you're getting, you know, you're getting frustrated and you're getting bugged down. If you stop and get bugged down, the bugs will eat you. Okay. Out here, there are mosquitoes, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. And if I stop moving, they will eat me in life, in business, in marketing, in relationship, be it your marriage or your kids. If you stop and get bugged down, they will eat you. The enemy will eat you. There's always an enemy out there. And the enemy could be physically or otherwise. It may be the, the person or the individual or even the entity, if you will, who's there to challenge you. Maybe not in an evil way, but just in a way to make sure that you keep progressing down the road, that you don't get bugged down because there's countless times in your business that I guarantee you, you're going to find somebody who's going to bug you, be it relating to taking your profession as professional, as a health and wellness practitioner, as a medical authority, or you're going to have people who are going to make you feel, you know, insignificant based on your gender or the way your family orientation is set up, whatever. You're gonna have people who are gonna to try to bug you down. And if you let them bug you down, they will destroy you and your mindset, okay? So continue to move, continue to get out there. If you're struggling with a new marketing campaign, keep moving forward, keep moving. These bugs will get you if you don't. <laughs> and so the other side of this, and this is, I'll close here, is that I, when I was doing research on, you know, when I was, when we were doing CEUs, every time I would, we'd have the survey, which would tell you, you know, hey, you know, did you enjoy the, uh, the, the session? What did you like most? Are there some improvements? You know, those big surveys you have to take at the end of anybody's course. You've been probably doing those since high school. But I started asking, you know, what are the things, what do you like most? What are the problems that you have? And people would go down the list of things that they, they that really sort of ended their career and I found that in our profession just looking around we have some of the most unhealthy people around yeah we're health and wellness practitioners and we spew out that you should do this you should drink water you should do nutrition but I see us my one of my former partners was a big-time smoker big-time smoker I mean I'm not talking about like somebody who smokes one a pack, one a day. He smoked like two packs a day. 
And he would use like these little breast mints that would kind of cancel out the smell. On the, and he sprayed like some Febreze kind of stuff to kill that. So nobody actually knew that he was a chain smoker. Good morning, good morning. Um, so then I would, um, then I found out that also in our profession, because we are lay psychotherapists. No, I'm not saying we're psychotherapists like that. We're not psychiatrists or anything, but we're lay because when people lay on our tables, we sort of become like their psychotherapists. People tell us, you know this, people tell us their deep, dark secrets because we hold it true. We keep it to ourselves, okay? If they're telling us about a divorce, a marriage, somebody's cheating on them, they got cancer, their mom just this, their dad just this, I just got fired, you know, I just got, you know, whatever. We get a lot of stuff. And sometimes, and not sometimes, a lot of times, we take that on. And if we don't exercise, and I say, I'm not saying sit at home and, you know, do a little this, do it. I'm talking about get out and walk if you can't. If for some reason your legs are not working, do something with your arms, okay? We sit and we move very slowly a lot, but it's the movement in our lives. It's the movement in what we do that helps make us stronger. So get out, walk, you know, do yoga, but also, you know, do something else. Get out there because there's a lot of us who die of heart attacks. I don't know if you know that. We have a lot of people die of heart attacks. And it's like, but we're like, we're like health and wellness gurus. Yeah. But a lot of times we tell people things, we just don't do it. And I'll be the first one to point it. I am forever famous for doing that. And I keep having to check myself and have to get accountability from others to make sure. That's actually my staff who does that. <laughs> my team members, they kind of call me out when I get carried away with some munchy, munchy, munchies. But, um. As I go up this hill, I'm going to end it here, but just to remind you, if you stop where you are, if you allow the bug, be they physical or otherwise, to annoy you to the point where it ends your career, then the bugs win and you lose. You're out here on a mission. You're on a purpose. Don't let the things that annoy you stop you from reaching that purpose. If you need more ideas about purpose or massage marketing or just other ideas to help you grow professionally and otherwise, click on over to NikkeiRoach.com. That's N-I-K-E-R-O-A-C-H.com. I'll see you in the future. Bye for now.